Well, good morning and praise the Lord. Dr. Hansen, how are y'all doing? Hey, good, Shannon. Good. We just uh, had a good discussion during our men's Bible and prayer time this morning. Praise the Lord. Everybody, welcome aboard. This is a live broadcast here on Friday, June 2nd, 2023. Boy, it's summertime again, Brother Hansen. It's time to do some cookouts again. <laughs> well, I'm inviting you. If you come this week, I'll, I'll have you in my backyard for a barbecue. I do have a plan to get in. Now, you know, normally it would take me about nine months application time just to get a tourist visa to come to America right now. That's what they told me. Wow. So I thought a way to expedite it. I'm going to go incognito for a while. I'm going to go by the name of Wang Chung, and I'm going to try to get my family through the southern border. I think we can get in through the border within 24 hours. They give me a free cell phone. I get a prepaid debit card and a free bus ride. And if they'll send me up to Stanwood, good. Otherwise, it may take me a while to get up there. <laughs> well, I tell you what, once you clear the southern border, I'll come get you. Okay, that's the deal. Then we got to go to Waffle House because I haven't not, been there not, in a not long only, time. Not only that, <laughs> Shannon, they'll give you full medical support and pay you money to live. Absolutely. And, you know, in today's environment where you can identify as anything, why can't I identify as Wang Chung from Beijing? So I'm just saying. Well, um, that's a good idea. Just don't identify as Biden. We got enough corruption. <laughs> Brother Hanson, open us up in prayer. The mic is yours. Welcome back. Father God, thank you for this day. I thank you for Omega Man Radio. Dear God, that we can speak the truth, just like Lord in Romans 8, 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Quicken to make alive. Let us become alive by the exercising of the gifts of the Holy Spirit daily so we can speak the truth without fear or intimidation. So we can help, dear God, do our part to sound the alarm and turn nations around, turn cities around, even turn families around. We walk into the room and the demons sense the anointing. Let that happen. In Jesus' name, amen. Now today I've got a couple interviews, I think, our people this is a combination of Omega Man Radio and the Warning Program. We want people to listen intently because we are in troubling times. We must do our part to even put in righteous leaders. Jesus isn't coming out of heaven to save your nation. You're supposed to be salt. You're supposed to rule, reign, make disciples, take dominion. He's not going to help get your people into power. We must put them in power by the truth. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction, and we must understand how prayer works and how our responsibilities to be ambassadors of Jesus Christ works. You're going to hear an interview with Simi Bird. He's the Republican candidate for governor, Washington State. Washington State is run by a tyrant, a real guy that operates like communism. He is taking away our rights. They just passed a bill in Congress in Olympia. Referendum 5599, where if you even, a child says, I feel like I'm a boy or I feel like I'm a girl. I'm talking about a child. And they know that the parents are strong Christians and they won't back the child's intent to change their sex. They can literally kidnap your child, not tell you where they are, and do a sex operation. This is sheer communism. This is right out of Nazism or Hitler. Can you believe this, Shannon? Brother, this is the most insane situation I've ever heard of. And they're doing that. You couple that with there are people that are pushing for aborting children outside the womb. It's bad enough to kill them in the womb, but now you can have a baby 
And then you can decide six months later if you want to abort the baby or not. That's exactly it's- right. I've been warning about that too. We are getting totally into infocide. That's what it is, brother. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's coming after every last one of us on planet Earth. This is a time to come together. Amen. But he's separating people. Kill and destroy is his mission. Back to you, brother. So again, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to enjoy this interview I did with Semi-Bird, trying to get a righteous governor elected in the state of Washington. And then you're going to enjoy an interview I did with Dr. Mike Kyoto. He used to be a Buddhist. Came into one of my meetings years ago in 98. I gave a word to two people that could not have babies. They tried everything medically with the doctors and hospitals in Seattle. I said, if you'll fast five days, you'll be pregnant. They fasted. They had twins. And then he watched me cast demons out of Christians that all of a sudden doubled over and started vomiting. And he was so shocked. He picked up one of my newsletters. He accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. Demons were cast out of him. And so now he represents me around the world as we start dental clinics. He's a dentist by trade to help the poor. So you're going to hear an interview by myself and Dr. Mike Kyoto, the situation in Kenya, America, and Israel. Let's begin. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. And I want to welcome you to the warning program. Wherever you're watching or listening, welcome. I'm also the president of Eagles Saving Nations. Our nation is falling unless the church rises up and do their God-given responsibility and stop this insanity and bring this nation right back under Judeo-Christian values. I have with me, I'm reading right off a write-up, it says, Semi Bird, a black conservative, set to shake up governor's race in liberal Washington state. Again, Semi Bird, welcome to the warning program. Dr. Hansen, it's an honor to be here with you, sir. Thank you. Well, you're running for Republican governor. Yes, sir. And God knows we need some leadership. Yes, we've been lacking leadership for a number of years, and most people don't understand the implication or impact of quality servant leadership. Well, you're right. And in fact, a lot of the church doesn't seem to realize it, that our freedoms are directly under attack. They're trying to censor us. They're changing the laws. I'm telling you, uh, it's like Germany all over again. Absolutely. So we had House Bill 1333, where the attorney general and the governor wanted to bring forth a bill that would say that they can identify violent extremism through this commission, which you know it's going to weaponize government against churches, against individuals with individual thought. They're trying to silence us. They're taking away our Second Amendment rights. They're saying that we cannot question elections. It's almost like a banana republic. Well, that's exactly what it is. I travel the nations. I just came back from Israel, and I'm constantly in nation after nation, and many of the nations are what you just said, a banana republic. Absolutely. And people don't really realize the difference in America. We are a constitutional republic. We are a nation that was formed by individuals who sought a better life, liberty, freedom, and opportunity. And they paid, many paid the ultimate sacrifice to give us this great nation that we have. Power is inherent in the people and governments derive their just powers by the consent of the people and it's government's job to protect and maintain those individual rights. And because we lack leadership in Washington state, 
Many have forgotten that. Well said. You know, a lot of people don't know the difference between a democracy and a republic. Absolutely. Why don't you define it? Well, so a republic, you know, we, the people elect officials to represent us. And so our elected officials, they essentially work for us. We hold the power. We hold the power through our vote, through our influence. And as you mentioned with, with the church, again, we as a community, and the church has always been a pinnacle of our community, our moral compass comes from the church. And so when we, the people, stay silent, and especially when the church remains silent, where is our guidance? We need to get back to self-governance. And I have to say this one thing. You know, Thomas Jefferson said, without the habit and training of self-governance, our political vessel is all sail and no ballast. And so we set sail, we capsize, and we sink. And that's what I'm seeing happening right now with our constitutional republic, We are slowly sinking because people are not standing up to govern. Well, you're right. I mean, George Washington said, reason and experience both have forbidden us to expect that national morality can prevail in exclusion of religious principles. Now, John Quincy Adams, he said, the glory of the revolution was the bonding of government and Christianity. Now, I could go on and on and on. But we are one nation under God, a republic. Judeo-Christian values, that's what made us great. And when you try to remove that, like the United Nations is directly against Judeo-Christian values, this nation will fall. 100%. So if we go to Washington State, when we declared ourselves the 42nd state of the nation in 1889, November 11th, right? Our preamble, short and sweet, but it's very clear. We, the people of Washington State, grateful to the supreme ruler of the universe for our liberties, right, to ordain this constitution. So there was no confusion as to where our rights come from. You're absolutely right. I mean, in the year 1811, the Supreme Court ruled that it was unconstitutional to remove the Bible from school curriculum. At that time, the court sentenced a man who tried to do it to three months in jail. Now, listen to this, Sammy. In 1878, in Reynolds versus the United States government, the Supreme Court ruled that Christianity and government could not be separated since government is built upon the Bible and Christian beliefs. And absolutely. And so now, remember that and look to where we're at right now in Washington State. Senate Bill 5599 that says a child who's confused about their gender can run away from home, be housed and sequestered from the family and given what we call reproductive health care, but to change their sex without telling parents. It becomes an option. So we are separating children from families in our school system. We are social engineering our children, indoctrinating our children. And again, parents' rights are divine rights. Parents' rights are a human right. And no one cares more about the child than that parent and that family. We need to get back to God. Let me tell you, that's exactly what Hitler did. The Nazis did. That's what communists do all over the world. Separate the children, indoctrinate the children. You know, what you just described, that's called child mutilation. It is. Child abuse. I used to be in law enforcement. I investigated felony crime. I would arrest people that tried that. Oh, absolutely. Arrest them. It's 
grooming and it's actually acting on that grooming. And again, you know, we talk about tolerance and, and folks in the progressive, which I believe are regressive, far left, they talk about tolerance and compassion and they talk about diversity, inclusion, right? Inequity. But as soon as you have an independent thought, a common sense thought, a humane thought, they attack you and they label you. And then now we're weaponizing government against citizens, against families and against parents. We have to stand together. We have to unite and stop this insanity. We need to bring common sense back to our society and to our communities. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've just tuned in, you're watching or listening to the warning program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I have the Republican candidate for governor of Washington State, Simi Bird, with me today. Semi, again, it's a pleasure having you. And I read another paper, a write-up on you. It says, Governor for all of Washington, united we stand, together we can. Exactly. Explain that. No, it is. And so when you have special interest groups on both sides, and I, and I tell people we have been getting played, right, so that they can divide us. And we already know out of the book of Matthew, right, a nation divided or as Abraham Lincoln said, a house united cannot stand. And so they have divided us. So that's that divide and conquer. Get us pitted against one another. That racial discourse. Divided makes us weak. United makes us stronger. And we were united together. There is nothing we can't accomplish. And that is going to be my governance. It's to unite our state, not divide us, not weaponize government or weaponize race or weaponize ideology. We need to come together again as Americans. You got my pledge, accountability, transparency, and stewardship. Well, that's it. You know, when you're in government, and again, we are here to serve the people. And stewardship is to do the right thing, to be fiscally responsible. That northern compass, and again, you said it, it has traditionally in America come from scripture. We know the difference between right or wrong, but we've come to a point right now in this state due to a lack of leadership where we not only not understand what right and wrong is, we trample on our constitutional rights. We totally. forget who we serve, and that is the people. Why don't you give a little background? Those people that maybe have never heard you speak, don't know much about you. What is your background? Uh, were you in the military? I was. And, and I'll quickly start from beginning. You know, I was born pre-civil rights in the ghetto of East Oakland okay. to a single woman with seven children. Wow. Right. Mom moved us to Seattle. I was raised in Seattle. I dropped out of high school in Seattle because K through 12, I struggled academically and I joined the United States Marine Corps because they had the best looking uniforms. I served. <laughs> <laughs> there was my due diligence. There you go. Uh, I served, received my honorable discharge, my good conduct medal and, and others. And 16 years later, I found myself volunteering to serve in Army Special Forces. And at age 43, and this was post 9-11. Sure. And so at age 43, I became a Special Forces Green Beret. I deployed many times. I went into Special Forces Intelligence. I received the Bronze Star Valor, the Purple Heart, Meritorious Shooter Citations, Accommodations. And I mentioned that because service, duty, honor, integrity, that's what we do. We don't ask for medals or accolades. We have a sense of duty. This goes to values. And those values are based in my spiritual relationship with God. That's how I was raised. I was raised on scripture. I was raised on love. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, I have Semi Bird in the studio with me today. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, 
President of World Ministries International, Simi is running for Republican governor of Washington state. Now, those that have watched or listened to me since 1998, you know I would not have somebody in here I did not believe in. We spent a little time together. He's a strong, solid Christian, and I totally endorse him. And so you need to understand where we're at. We're going to lose America. We're going to lose Washington State. There's people in the know that I'm talking with. I work both sides of the aisle, and I work with senators, congressmen, House of Representatives, attorneys that fight in the Supreme Court, law enforcement. I don't know if you've heard about it, Samay, but some people are talking about civil war. Some people are talking about dividing the states. They are. And I've heard this. And what I say is this. And that is my call to action. That is my call to duty. Why I am running. United we stand. Together we can. We need to hold. We need to stand strong together. We need to do this in God's love, in God's word. There's no need for violence. There's no. We just need to stand and take back our constitutional republic. And we do that by coming together. bringing real solutions with action that creates value for our citizens. We need self-governance once again, give the power back to the people. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I know a lot of good people, a lot of good Republicans that have moved out of Washington state. To some degree, that's a shame because we need their vote, but we need to take back this state. Yes. Uh, 1980, it was run by a Republican. We need to take back Washington state. And the real problem is, I mean, there is corruption. Let's make no mistake about it. There was corruption in the presidential elections. Again, my background was felony crime. There was corruption. Now, the reality, though, is hundreds of thousands of Christians don't vote. Exactly. Over 900,000 Christians did not vote last year. Wow. We need to change that. We are going into those churches. We are going into those inner city communities. One of the things Republicans have not done well is engage with minorities, engage with our Hispanic population that is traditionally and culturally conservative. God, family, and hard work, those are Republican. Those are conservative values. We need to get back to the people and let them know that we are the party of abolition. We were the party that ended slavery. We were the party of civil rights. We were the party of women's rights. We are bringing truth back to Washington state. Again, you're listening to the warning program, Simi Bird, Republican candidate for governor of Washington state. Uh, let me tell you something. If you don't know, if you can't tell, if you haven't listened closely to what he said, he is a black American. I did not know until he got here this morning. I had my research team look him up. I had a picture of him and I said, wow, I like that. I'm married to a, an African-American. And so I like that. But what I really like it is his heart. This is not Barack Hussein Obama. This is not the man that divided America more than any other president. This is a man that truly wants to represent us as under God. Barack Hussein Obama was no Christian, if you understood his heritage, and I studied it. Let's make no mistake about it, although he duped a lot of the churches. But this man is a strong Christian. Did you hear me? He's born again. Again, Barack Hussein Obama was, did not really represent the black man. He was half black, half white. Let's make no mistake about it. But people wanting to say, oh, he was, a black, he was half black, half white. So you can blame both races for the problems he brought into the government. President Obama had an opportunity to unite us. And Republicans traditionally don't talk about race because they say, well, we're colorblind. We don't see race. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't and it shouldn't. But there's a reality that we have to deal with. That's right. The progressive left is 
using race to divide us, right? With critical race theory and all these different Marxist ideologies, I am here to testify. I'm here to talk about God's grace, God's love, and the beauty of America in which anybody, someone like me who was born without civil rights that flourished on the love of a strong black woman and the love of Dr. Martin Luther King, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who marched in solidarity for the soul of America. I want to resurrect Dr. King's teaching, his love of country, his love of one another. We together can save our state. We need to come together. Well, I believe that with all my heart. I wish, uh, again, people would get back to Dr. King's teaching. We have not seen that. Uh, What they've taught is flat destruction. That is not what Dr. King would have done. No, no. Uh, He would have not done what Black Lives Matter did, burn down the cities. Let's make no mistake that background uh, was a Marxist background. If you want to do the studies, I did the studies and you can go into the history of it and who led it. And uh, but I'll tell you what, Dr. King said, let us unite. And that's what you say. Let us unite. That's it. That was his whole purpose. He brought his Christian values together in love and unity for a common good and a common cause, again, to save the soul of our nation. And now we must come together to save the soul of Washington State. It is time to replace career politicians with career Americans, someone and individuals who know what it's like to overcome adversity, to rise above. By the grace of God, go I, and I'm here to preach it, to share it, and to educate with truth to anybody who would listen. We do this in love and unity, and we save our state. We will unite and we will be victorious in 2024. It says your vision is to make Washington and the U.S. a gold standard in education for the world, going as far as to call it a national security issue. It, it is. We, right now, we, we've we taken civics out of school. We've brought in the, this critical race theory type Black Lives Matter in schools movement. That is not saying that we don't love all of God's children. All all lives matter. That's right. All right? lives. All lives. And we, we, we run away from that. And, we, and we, we step on other groups. What about our special needs children? What about our Native American That's children, right. our Hispanic. We That's can go right. on and on. We need to stop this divisive racial divisive nonsense, and we need to get back to academics. Right now in Washington State, only 50.7% of all students met grade level standards in English and language arts. Only 37.7% of all students met grade level standards in math, and only 42% of all students met grade level science and grade level standards in science. But yet we graduate them at an 82 to 83% rate. We are failing our students and those families academically. We need to bring school choice. We need to value those parents. And we need to engage and improve our school system. Well, you're totally right. I know around the world when when they come in and study at our universities, uh, these foreign students far exceed our students because around the world they're not teaching, uh, trying to move you in a different type of socialism or, or woke culture. They're actually teaching academics. That's exactly it. And I've, I've got to say this, and this is important. When you teach a black or brown child 
that they that they that there's something wrong with them that they're a victim that the world is united against them that they live in a racially suppressive or supremacist country that doesn't give hope in a child that breeds helplessness that's right and and a child and when you teach a young white child that they are somehow tied to racism and slavery do you see what they're doing they're trying to regress us back to jim crow and slavery and i remind people that wasn't a republican initiative that was a democrat initiative and it was the republican party that ended slavery that bought brought abolition that desegregated this nation with the support and the love of dr martin luther king jr we are going to bring those principles of human decency and unity back to washington state once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you just tuned in, this is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. I have Seme Bird with me, the Republican candidate for governor of Washington State. Also, you've got provide tax relief to Washingtonians. Absolutely. Um, we, we've overtaxed and overburdened not only our small businesses, but our citizens. We've gone as far, this this administration has gone as far as to make up a tax. Call it an excise tax. The IRS defines it as an income tax. It is unconstitutional in the Washington State Constitution to have an income tax. They've been trying to do this since 1932, but the Inslee appointed Supreme Court ruled that because the governor and Bob Ferguson labels it as an excise tax, that that's what it is when the IRS calls it an income tax. Again, it's another violation of the Constitution clear and simple. So we are going to bring tax relief back. We're going to bring fiscal responsibility to our budget. And because we're going to save, I anticipate at least a billion dollars in the first year of our administration, because the first thing I'm going to do, call for a third party audit of all state programs and all state offices so that we are functioning in a high performance way to give value back to our citizens and to flourish our economy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've heard exactly what he said. They're going to Directly against the will of the people. Actually, they're going right against the law. This is total lawlessness. And we need to get back under a law government. We need law once again. We all are subject to the laws, to justice. But right now we're in lawlessness, whether it's Washington State or the United States, we are in lawlessness. Well, it is. And, and they've, they've, they've hamstrung our law enforcement officials. Totally. They've impeded their ability to enforce the law, to protect our communities. And let me be clear. It is those intercity communities, those inner city communities where they are the most vulnerable. That is where crime has been flourishing. But yet certain special interest groups preach to support black and brown and impoverished. I will remind people, poverty is not racist. There are all races. All people are subject to poverty and subject to despair. We need to go in with an open heart and open mind. We need to enforce the law. We need to support our law enforcement and we need to hold prosecutors accountable for doing their job, upholding their oath and enforcing the law as per the RCW and the Constitution of Washington State. We need to bring law and order back to our communities. Once again, you're listening to Simi Bird, Republican candidate for Washington State. Here, what I'm reading is initiate budget accountability protocols to reduce spending. Absolutely. And so that's what that audit is going to do. Once we audit, and it's not to penalize, it's not to go after, it's not to target, but once we understand how our programs are performing, how we're spending money, are we measuring our performance? Are we getting back what we are investing in? If you look at homelessness, right, we have spent over $800 million 
to deal with homelessness when in fact it is up 10%. No one is tracking. There is no accountability. And King County is proposing to spend $11.5 billion. Governor Inslee recently said, we need to go big so they can go home. And he thought he was being cute with that little aphorism. But in fact, he is calling to spend more money on a failed strategy and a failed plan. We need to bring common sense back and leadership back to Washington State. Here another one of your preaching points. Lawfully prevent foreign acquisitions of Washington state lands. Absolutely. So we can never allow the Chinese Communist Party to take or occupy or buy up our farmland or buy up our lands in this country. We owe that to our American citizens. We must preserve and protect our growers, our farmers, because this is a matter of food security and food security as national security. We must protect and defend our homeland. And when we think about that, this is not an isolationist uh, viewpoint. This is a preservation viewpoint to ensure that we are honoring those who we serve, our citizens of Washington state. Partner with Washington State farmers, you say, and ranchers to identify and mitigate regulatory barriers which may compromise generations of commitment to feeding our state and the world at large. And that's what we were talking about. It also goes to water rights. You know, they were talking about tearing down the dams. We get about 68% of all of our electricity comes from our dams. Our dams, that hydroelectric power, that is carbon free. That is a strength. That is, that is a natural resource that empowers and gives value to our state. No one knows better than what is needed, than those farmers, those growers, and, and those agricultural organizations. We must preserve and protect them, deregulate, and empower them to grow and create more value for our economy. And my last question I have time for today, you've got work with local, state, and federal authorities to prevent the deadly threat of drugs, such as fentanyl from reaching our rural and urban streets. So that's exactly it. And and again, this is why we need to elect career Americans and, and, and disperse with career politicians. I work counter-narco-terrorism. I know what our system is like and what our system is capable of. We have three drug cartels operating right now in Washington State, the Beltran-Leva in northwestern Washington. We have the Sinaloa cartel in northeastern Washington. And then we have the Jalisco New Generation cartel operating in the southwestern Washington. I know how to unite our federal agencies and our state agencies and our local agencies to target and mitigate the threat of illicit drug trafficking. And we will save lives in Washington state. We will clean up our streets and we will render our streets and our communities safe for children and families once again. Again, you've been listening, watching the warning program. Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International. My special guest, Simi Bird, running for Republican governor of Washington state. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's in your hands. It's in the church's hands. Get out and vote and let's take back Washington state. God bless you. Amen. I have with me in the studio, Dr. Michael Hiodo. Dr. Hiodo, originally years ago, Pre-1998 was a Buddhist, accepted Christ. Uh, evil spirits were cast out of him, and then he's been with me ever since. Uh, Mike, welcome back to the program. Warning. Thank you. It's good to be here. Now, you've been in Kenya for how long? Since 2006, so about 16, almost 17 years. Okay. And before that, I, he was in Jamaica representing me there. And Kenya is changing, isn't it? 
It is in in many ways some good, some not so good. We, they just had an election, a new president. Yes, William Ruto is the new president of Kenya. Who's the I vice think. president? The vice president is shoot, I can't remember his name, but he is a vice president. <laughs> Okay. I'll tell you the president. Now, I knew the president before he became the president. I knew him actually before he became the vice president. I actually prophesied over him, prayed with him. And now he's the president. Since I was there last and since I met him, there's been a lot of changes. Uh, I understand the Supreme Court, after Biden's wife visited Kenya, now has accepted what? LGBT? Yeah, they've become a lot more liberal. They used to take a great stance against uh, homosexuality and abortion and other matters, but uh, the U.S. has been wearing them down. They have actually become much more liberal in their courts and in their government. Well, the only thing that can ever come against evil governments, which the United States is presently, is a strong relationship with Jesus Christ. And so, without saying that, tells me where the president of Kenya is or he would come against this immorality. Mike? Well, you would think so. Um, I know you have met also with his wife, who I have. many Christians in Kenya consider her to be a strong Christian. But certainly by the fruits, it appears that he's more of a politician than maybe a real Christian. Well, I'll tell you what. If Kenya continues the way it is, Kenya will come under judgment like the United States is coming under judgment. The United States is actually coming under judgment right now, Mike, and most people don't seem to realize it. Now, I do know a lot of people do if you watch this program each and every day. And if you don't, go to my website, worldministries.org. Click on television and radio. We are on seven days a week with every type of person you can imagine, but all professionals politicians, clergy, scientists, bankers, everything. And I'll tell you what, we expose everything. Doctors, you know, we expose the lies of COVID, the narrative, what they're trying to push, when the reality, if you take the jab, these are the people right now are dying. They projected a consensus already two years ago that in 2025, America is supposed to have only 100 million people. Well, let me ask you something, Mike. Where's the other 200 million? <laughs> uh, I didn't do the census. This uh, was a census. Yeah, I mean, that's an alarming thought. It's hard to believe Well, that. the people in the know doctors are telling us, people that are understanding what's going on, they're telling us that there's poison in that jab, and they're trying to kill people and depopulate. Wow. That's wow. what they're saying, Mike. Yeah. Professionals. This is a depopulation period. They're trying to create a new world order, a great reset, and uh, I'll tell you what, Christians are in the way. Yeah. Well, you know, it's time that Christians stand up. You know, Dr. Hansen, I know you're awake. You're still giving the warning, and I praise God for that. You know, I have this rare opportunity of coming back and forth from Kenya to America, and I see things from maybe an outside perspective for both countries and around the world, and I just don't understand why the church has been lulled into this complacency like uh, you've been speaking about for so long. It's like the boiled frog syndrome, you know, where you know, if you heat up a frog in a pan, and, you know, slowly it'll stay there till boils over and dies. But you put in hot water, it jumps out. It's like no one's noticing the changes. You know, I come to back to America and I feel like I'm coming back to Sodom and Gomorrah. And it's scary. It's just like most Americans I talk to, it's just like normal. They don't even notice that anything is happening. Yeah, they don't notice. And what might be worse, Mike, is they don't seem to care. Yeah. 
You know, it's like, don't tell me the truth. It bothers me. Just let me believe a lie. Now, they don't say yeah. it quite that way, but yeah. that's how they're behaving. Yeah. Don't true. give me the facts. I don't want to hear it. It's too depressing. Yeah. It's pretty scary. And, you know, at some point many years ago, when I'd come back to America, I would feel, oh, this is my sanctuary. I feel safer. And nowadays, especially the last few years, I've been feeling like I am safer in Kenya than in America. Well, you possibly have been, Mike, other than now they are accepting the same type of sexual immorality that we are. And that means they're going to come under the same judgment. And so God help us. I mean, Ruto went on television. I watched it saying that, hey, get rid of your dollars because the dollar's crashing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what do you think he's going to do to Americans overseas when you don't have money? You know, the only reason they tolerate you is your money. Yeah. And when your money is worthless, you know what? You are nothing. Wow. Yeah, you know, things have been changing in Kenya, too. I've noticed that they've been adopting a lot of Western culture from Christmas and things like that to other things and, you know, homosexuality and abortion. And they are slowly getting more and more just like America. I mean, very, very liberal. You know, we are all over the world. They're trying to create a new world order right now. I mean, this is nothing new. I've been speaking it for 20 years in all-day conferences. I'm talking about with professionals, lawyers that fight in the Supreme Court. You know, I've been using uh, senators, members of the House. I was just with a couple days ago uh, the Republican candidate for governor of Washington State, and he's a strong Christian. We better do something because we've been run by a tyrant who uh, literally, he should have been impeached for what he's doing, but who's doing anything? Churches don't care. And if the church doesn't care, nobody cares. It's only the church that's a conscience and can keep us free, Mike. Yeah, it's time for a change. I mean, we you could only take so much. It's time for Christians to vote for people who represent their Christian values and not just bend over and accept the status quo and accept all these liberal people that are bringing the state down the toilet. You know, bend over. It's like, you know, <laughs> the father of the bride. Uh, he bent over. He says, do I know you? <laughs> now, you'd have to know that movie, but uh, the point is he got a rude awakening. <laughs> and the reality is Christians are going to get a rude awakening if they don't yeah. get their head in the game, Mike. Yeah, it's time to fight the battle. I mean, we've always been in a battle, a supernatural spiritual battle. But for some reason, many Christians, they just don't even realize it. But it's time to start fighting the war. I just spoke at a political event just a couple days ago. In fact, the Republican candidate, Simi Bird, was a keynote speaker. I just had him on my radio television program, so I was also speaking and I shared. But I'll tell you what, 90,000, 90,000 conservative Christians in the last election did not vote. And that would have put candidates that I interviewed on radio and television into office. Culp had the most votes of any Republican that ran for governor. You know, 90,000, there is corruption, there is no doubt about it. But if 90,000 wouldn't have said, what's the use, and they would have voted, we got our people in office. Wow, that's a shame. You know, a lot of people feel like they can't make a difference. You know, what difference does my vote make? What difference do I make if I help someone? But you know what? If you don't do it, then you're part of the problem. Everyone needs to stand up and make a difference and make their vote count. 90,000. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this program goes all through Washington State, many cities, most cities, twice a day. Did you hear what I said? 90,000 conservative Christians. Some of you are watching and listening. You did not vote. You would have turned this state around. 
you're praying that God will do it. He's not doing it. He's not coming out of heaven and voting. He's not coming out of heaven till the battle of Armageddon to remove evil governments. If you want righteous leaders, you're going to put him in office, Mike. That's right. Uh, Dr. Hansen, like you've said many times, you need to do more than just pray. You need to cast your vote. You need to make a difference. You need to make your voice heard. And when we all do it together, it will be heard. Again, if you just tuned into this warning program, I have Dr. Mike Kyoto. Uh, he represents me in the nation of Kenya. You're listening to the warning program again, radio or television, whatever you're tuning in on. And this is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, the president of World Ministries International as well as Eagle Saving Nations. What is Eagle Saving Nations? Go to my website, worldministries.org. We're trying to get into the stadiums, football stadiums, NBA stadiums, all through America and actually around the world. We need another great awakening. In other words, we got Christians. We want to fill those stadiums and let the power of God, like Pentecost, where Peter was a coward, he, he was afraid, he lied because he wouldn't speak the truth. Well, that's where Christians are. They're afraid to speak the truth. Let's get back to Pentecost, where the power of God comes upon them. They go forth with power and authority, no more fear and intimidation, and now they're speaking against the lies of this new world order, of the woke culture. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. It's time we quit smiling and praying and and start preaching and teaching. Mike? Hallelujah. (laughs) We're almost preaching here. I am preaching. I'm I'm righteously mad. (laughs) Praise God. Now is the time. It's time to act, and we got to start fighting that war now. I would love to preach to some of those missionaries you know in Kenya <laughs> that sit on their backside, uh, I'll put it nicely, and just smile and say, we'll just pray about it. We're here to keep our mouth shut. Baloney. I was there in Kenya. I lived there. I shook that nation. My program was on radio 38 weeks in a row warning about judgment. Nobody touched me. Now, yes, God vindicated me. He protected me. But the point is, he will you too. If missionaries, if pastors all over the world will start to speak the truth and actually represent Jesus Christ, not just enjoy a lifestyle overseas. Mike? Yeah, even Jesus, you know, he, I don't know how many times he said, go and do, do likewise. He didn't say sit around, watch, you know, Netflix on TV and just hope things get better. He said, do, go out there, make a difference, be active in your faith, show your faith by your works, like James said. You know, I like that. You said, watch Netflix. You know, a lot of pastors and missionaries need to get rid of their televisions and start getting into their Bible, Mike. Amen. <laughs> we shall know the truth, and the truth will make us free. I don't know if you want your missionaries to watch this program, but some of your friends, I think, might need to get on their knees and have a different mentality, Mike. Amen. It's time we get back in the Word. It's time we get back in the battle. It's time we be real Christians to pick up our cross, deny ourselves, and follow Jesus. You know, I was with Michelle Bachman. She ran for president of the United States a few years ago. I didn't realize how strong of a Christian she is, but we talked. She supports me in Eagle Saving Nations just 100%. She agreed only the church is going to stop it. She said the same thing. We're in a communist takeover. She said we're led by monsters right now, evil people that don't care, don't care if they kill babies. They don't care if they mutilate children. They don't care, again, about depopulation, putting poison in your arms they don't care and if the church doesn't stop it we lost america this is michelle bachman mike you'd think she was me (laughs) well praise god that there are some godly leaders you know sometimes i know christians lose hope you know and they think well it's over but there is a remnant a remnant of strong christians who believe in the bible the word of god jesus christ and it's time that we support these people and get them into the positions of leadership that god has called them to so that we can 
can make a difference. Again, go to worldministries.org, and I'm telling you, see what I do on radio and television. Check out my news articles. Thousands are up there, pastoral articles. Also, join Eagle Saving Nations. You say, what can I do? You can help. You can join. We can try to turn this thing around. And if you don't want to do that, maybe you need to pack your bags and get ready for the concentration camp. (laughs) Mike? (laughs) Dr. Hansen, I I do want to encourage your listeners to also support you. You're the voice in the wilderness. I still have not heard any other Christian leaders out there talking as boldly as you are against sin in the nations. And so I encourage anyone listening, please support Dr. Hansen. Join Eagles Saving Nations and make a difference in this world. Make your vote count. Make your voice heard. Make a difference. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, what Mike is saying is is just true. We've got to get your help. Now, God has helped us to expand. We joined uh, another network, the Now Network. We're into 300 million more homes, households. And so, but it takes money, and we are desperately uh, in the red. We're not getting the money to continue to help us afloat monthly. We need your help. If you care, Join now. My phone number also is 360-629-5248. Hey, you can give with any credit card you want. You can go to my website, worldministries.org. We have PayPal. We have, uh, uh, what's it called, Vance? Zell. Zell. Uh, and you can you can be a part of supporting us. Zell, warning at World Ministries. Dot org. And so uh, come on, ladies and gentlemen, let's do more than just say, I hope we can help me turn it around. Truth takes away deception. We are ambassadors. Jesus isn't going to save your nation. When he ascended, he said, go tarry for the baptism of the Holy Spirit before you try to represent me and then go represent me. Go continue to speak the truth. Make disciples of all nations. Most Christians are just enjoying their life. They're retiring even if they they don't formally retire, they seem like they're retired. They're just they're just enjoying life, Mike. Amen. That that's right. You know, it's I know that there are some righteous people out there. I know that there is a remnant out there. Step up and help support this ministry. Help support Dr. Hansen, Eagle Saving Nations. It's time that we fight the battle and not sit on the sidelines anymore. There are a lot of people who don't like what this ministry is saying. They don't like this program. And what's the reason? Because we're living in this immoral society. Support these righteous leaders so that they can make a difference. You know, if people don't like us, they're adapting the same attitude and philosophy of the people living in Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, They're ready for judgment themselves. They don't seem to understand what sin is about. Sin destroys a nation. Sin is judgment. God destroys a person and a nation over sin. They don't seem to understand their Bible. They're far away from God. Jesus said, when I return, will I find faith? And, you know, I, I look around and say, where is faith? Where is faith among my colleagues in the clergy? Now, sure, there's a remnant out there. We have a good time when I'm with the remnant, but I'm telling you the majority are lacking. They're in a lukewarm condition, and uh, Jesus is not happy, Mike. Yeah, that's why, you know, the message of uh, coming against sin, this uh, commission that God has uh, commissioned Dr. Hansen to bring people to repentance, that's the only way that revival can come, the only way that healing can can come that healing of the nations could come you know, i know a lot of pastors out there saying oh pray for revival oh there's this revival going on well true revival comes when people repent 
of their sin. And it's time that this, this happens. Well, you're totally right, Mike. It, it, revival is not, although it could be leading up to, I mean, it's a start, but revival is not a chapel singing songs for a couple of weeks. Right. It's not just, it's right. preaching the truth and having repentance. Yeah. And not just singing a song. People go to church every week and sing songs. Yeah, it's not That's a not one, revival. It's not a one-time experience. No. It's a lifetime <clears throat> change. You can sing songs for two, three, four weeks, but that is not revival. That's right. You're singing songs. Yeah. I'm glad you're worshiping God, if you are, and not just singing. <laughs> but revival right. is repentance. And if you're going to bring a repentance, a real revival, all around you, society's repenting. That's right. Now, I haven't seen that, Mike. That's right. I haven't seen it. No. I've seen song singing <laughs> and people calling it revival. That's right. And I'm happy for that. But that happens every every Sunday, every Saturday in churches for the last hundred years. Oh. That's not revival. It's time that we see the greatest revival ever of all time. If we don't see it, we're losing America. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, six to eight million is what I was told yesterday. Six to eight million have crossed the borders. You know, and since March 2020, I've been warning. I had 25 dreams of civil war, civil unrest, and an invasion. We've had civil unrest. I mean, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, they were burning cities down for a year and a half. We've had civil unrest close to civil war and we're in the middle of an invasion i know when god showed me an invasion i wasn't just thinking about peaceful invasion but this is an invasion and i've been told that these are people primarily fighting age and a lot of chinese walking right into america eight million fighting age people that's an invasion mike it's so scary and you know if you look at this country the last 5 10 15 20 years anyone could see that there's been a major change a major shift and you can see that the enemy has brought in so much division uh, not unity but division in this nation we are getting closer and closer to like civil war and even worse you know i was going to talk a little bit about what we're doing in kenya i'm going to have to have mike back on this program but i think the spirit of god just came upon me and uh all i just came back from israel jerusalem the knesset i'm uh, I, i'm in the knesset every year and um, i do a television program also that goes around the world they, they they like that because it it refutes the lies of cnn and msnbc it tells the truth and so they considered me a friend of israel i'm always invited by the world jewish congress the knesset christian allies caucus as an honorary guest of a friend of Israel. So I go every year and then I go into the parliament. I'm a member of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. Now Christians have to be ambassadors. I do this to be an ambassador, not to take just a photo op, Mike. That's right. You know me. Mm -hmm. I don't go for a photo op. If you invite me, you're going to hear some words. <laughs> and if That's you don't right. want the words, you better not invite me. <laughs> But all over the world, I talk to the nations. I, I warn wow. the parliaments, this is what's happening, guys. You know it. I know it. They're destroying your sovereignty. They want to have a one-world bank to control currency. They're trying to topple currencies right now. Ladies and gentlemen, they're pushing for a new world order. And if you don't come under the government of God Almighty, God will fight you and your nation. And you're going to come under judgment. Now, that's basically what I say. A little longer, maybe a little nicer, maybe not. <laughs> but that's what I say, Mike. <laughs> 
You know, uh, God has called us to be salt and light, and it's time that we be that way. You know, people say, I would never say it. I had a, an apostle once tell me, Dr. Henson, I would never say what you do. Now, he, he confronted me at the wrong time. I just came off the pulpit. I spoke to 500 key apostles around the world, and I looked at him in the eye in front of everybody. And I said, sir, that's why you'll never be in front of a president. God doesn't trust you. Wow. He didn't say another word. <laughs> he sat down. This was a key apostle. How do I get in front of governments? Mike, you know I'll speak the truth. Amen. That's right. And that's why God will use you if you speak the truth. He doesn't need you to go for a photo op and bless a dictator. He needs you to give him a word so that dictator changes. Mike? Yeah, I think even God is tired of compromise and people who are not willing to stand up and be righteous and share the hard truth. And that's why I believe God has called you to the position that he has today. Because where are the other voices out there like that? It's there are none I or there's maybe few and I know that you're still speaking out but it just you just don't see it anymore ladies and gentlemen again we do need your help we need it now we are in trouble now so please telephone 360-629-5248 360-629-5248 give me your very best mission love offering help us to get out of the red so we can stay on this program you're watching or listening to Again, you can go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. I hope you do. If you want to write me a check, address it to WMI. I don't get a penny of it, just WMI. The mailing address on the envelope, World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. That's World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To. Mike, closing comments? Yeah, um, make sure you pray for Kenya. Uh, I just got back about a week ago, and like Dr. Hansen said, I thought we were going to talk about Kenya, and you know, God had us talk about sin and the dire consequences of that and the, the problem we're having in the nations today. And we are more than happy to allow the Holy Spirit to speak what God wants to say. But also, pray for Kenya too. Pray for Kenya, pray for America, pray for Israel, pray for the nations. And support World Ministries International. Join Eagle Saving Nations. Stop this insanity. Let God rule and reign instead of you and I coming under tyranny like Germany did. They are already planning to come against Christians, even to arrest them. God help us. Join me today. God bless you. Shannon? Dr. Hanson, this was a home run of truth. Powerful interviews. It was great to hear Brother Mike back on the program. And I want to encourage everybody out there to partner with World Ministries International. Folks, if we don't do something now, then it's going to be a moot issue in the days ahead. We act now or we lose forever. Brother Hanson, how can people join Eagle Saving Nations and also get on your mailing list? Well, they can go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Once again, worldministries.org. They can click on Eagle Saving Nations. And they can be a part of it. We have three different types of eagles. One, 222 a month. One, 22 a month. One, $50 a year. Choose one of them. Because if you're saying, what can I do? You can do this. We're trying to get into the NFL stadiums, the civic centers, NBA arenas. We've got to, once again, pull in Christians and get right back to the power of God. Right back to Pentecost. We want to explain to them, equip them, share with them, worship Christ. Let Pentecost come down 
so they can go forth with power and authority instead of fear and intimidation. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. We have to have a church, once again, filled with the power of God. Go to my website, worldministries.org. Please join Eagles Saving Nations. Also on my website, you could sign up for the newsletters. You get two pastoral letters absolutely free every single month. Worldministries.org. You could also see my daily radio and television programs if you're not getting them in the state or wherever you are around the world. If you don't get that channel, you could view them, watch them, listen to them right on my website, worldministries.org. You can telephone 360-629-5248. That's in America. 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Operators could take your donations. They could sign you up for the newsletter. They could take your membership for Eagle Saving Nations. You could give a prayer need request. We have two types of intercessors. We have gate breakers that will pray over your needs, your personal needs or your family, your concerns. A team of intercessors that will lift you up. We also have soldiers of the cross where we're trying to get 2,000 people in every nation praying for what we're doing in that nation to try to turn that nation around, turn it into a sheep nation instead of a goat nation. We need more intercessors. Soldiers of the Cross, if you want to intercede with us, or if you even want to be on the team for gate breakers. Now, if you want to send in a check, write me a letter. You can address the check to WMI. That's WMI. Then you can address the envelope, World Ministries International, or WMI, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. That's P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Once again, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. I'll tell you what, we appreciate your prayer. We appreciate your support. Letters come in, and we appreciate those letters telling us how God helped you, turned you around, or healed you, things like that. We appreciate all your letters. You can help us in those different ways. Maybe if you're not attending a church for whatever reason, you're not able to, go to my website, worldministries.org. There is so many programs daily, including Sunday, that you could listen to, you could watch, that would really encourage you, really edify you. You would find it a blessing. Again, worldministries.org. Shannon? Dr. Hanson, before we go, I need to give you a praise report. Last year, I texted you and I said to you, I have a younger brother back in the States who is newly married and him and his wife would like to conceive a child, but had not had any success. And you came to mind because I know that when you pray for people, ladies get pregnant. (laughs) So you told me, you said, go tell your brother that if he and his wife will fast for seven days, God is going to give them seed. So I went back to my brother and my sister-in-law, and I told them that, and I didn't get any response back. And I thought, okay, well, I tried. They were quiet. They came back to me in January and said, uh, we got some news to tell you, and that is, uh, Lord is, his wife is pregnant. And I said, well, praise God. And he said, you remember what you told us? We fasted for seven days, and God did exactly what you said he was going to do, Brother Hanson. So you've got another one on the record. 
So praise the Lord for you, my friend. And I want to thank God that he gave them a baby. They're four months pregnant. I tell you, Shannon, that is real encouraging. Uh, I enjoy hearing those testimonies. Tell them congratulations from me. And, uh, you know, I got little Jonathans all over the world now. Absolutely. My friend, thank you very much for all y'all do there. We love you. And it's an honor to work with you in World Ministries International. I really mean that. Would you like to close us in prayer today? Father God, thank you. We thank you for the opportunity that Shannon and I have to speak the truth, be your warriors, be eagles, sound the alarm, continue to bless both ministries. Bless Omega Man Radio, dear God. Bless him abundantly. Bless Shannon. Give him doors, dear God, to open where it seems they're shut. The Holy Spirit will knock them down. Give direction. Give him wisdom, dear God, so he can accomplish and travel whatever is in his heart to do. We thank you, dear God, for that authority. We thank you for that power. We thank you, dear God, for a boom that can break every barrier, like a sonic boom. And we let that break right now so he'll have freedom to do what he wants, what's in his heart. Again, bless our ministries, dear God, so we can sound the alarm, protect us, cover us under your blood, let a flame of fire rise up against any enemy that would try to attack or destroy. Let it boomerang, dear God, and let them be burned up in their own death spiral. We give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. I receive that and touch and agree. Love you, my friend. Love all of you at World Ministries. We'll see you next week. God bless you.